What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Man Cave Podcast. Today, I am here with a highly anticipated guest, Prince Maserati. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. It's good to have you. For those of you that don't know Prince Maserati, I uh, I was here back in, uh, I think it was January in Miami, and um, I was doing a video called Making a Music Video with a Stranger in 24 Hours. I went around South Beach with a microphone uh, asking strangers to rap. I ended up choosing who I thought was the best rapper, Prince Maserati, made a music video with him. It's been... Uh, been a couple months since we've seen each other but we're back everyone's been asking to have him on the podcast so he is here today man how are you doing man you know i'm doing pretty good i'm blessed you know i praise god pray jesus christ and i always stay positive I'm right on man good, yeah how, how has life been for you since the video i mean honestly i look at the video as being a blessing and i look at it as being something that allowed me to have motivation to do something good in my life Besides what I was doing, which was a lot of criminal activity and the video, he's, you know, you the first one that ever gave me a opportunity or anything in the studio. I used to just be, I, only time I was in the studio was when I was in the United States Federal Penitentiary in the band room. And then, you know, I'll be rapping in there with a whole bunch of different dudes from all around the United States. That's why I know I'm the hardest rapper because I used to beat everybody from all around the United States. In every state is in the feds, and we all be freestyle battling, having competitions. And, you know, the money is the stamps. The money in the federal system is the stamps that you put on your postage envelope. Okay, I definitely want to get into all of the all the prison stuff. As far as the video goes, how, have you been recognized much? Have you had uh, people on the street come up to you and recognize I you? I had a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, you from Big Dogs TV? They say your name first. You know what I'm saying? So... They recognize me by recognizing you. How's the fan love been? It been it been real good. People always stop me and they they be like, "Man, I seen you on yachts and thoughts. Is that you? You know, Big Dogs? Like, yeah, Big Dogs, my homeboy. That's, That's crazy. Ernie. How how often does it happen? Man, uh, I say at least about between once or three times or four times in a week. Okay, it, it varies though. It depends. How much activity I'm doing that day. Speaking of uh, yachts and thoughts, I got a gift for you. Got a yachts and thoughts visor. Uh, <laughs> you earned that one. Hold on, I want to put this motherfucker on now. You, you can put I'm it on if you want, or you can wait. Okay, I could wait. But uh, he, th that it's right available here. on BigDosMancave.com. Shirts, flags, hats. People love the yachts and thoughts. So I want to talk to you about, I mean, you got a really interesting background. Um, I want to talk to you about what life is like, you know, before the video, your, your whole life. So you're from, uh, is it Wisconsin? Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. So born and raised in Milwaukee yes, or? Yes, sir. Okay. So what was life like for you just growing up? Man, growing up, I was, I was like a lot of people don't really understand me, but I was raised in an all black community on the north side of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I went to all black elementary schools, all black middle school. All my family is black that raised me, but I was the only one that always looked different. So by me always looking different, you know what I'm saying? People always wanted me to come out the best. So I always was fighting. People always competed with me harder than what they'll compete with other people because they wanted me to come out the best. So y'all got me now. So you said that you did uh, what, 14 years 
in prison? Uh, 12 years. 12 years? Yes, sir. What, what did you go in for? Uh, it's all on a computer. You could Google. Y'all already know my regular, my real government name is in my Instagram thing. If y'all be Alan Anderson. <laughs> yes, sir. And, you know, I was part of an organization called the All My Latin King Nation. And You're part of the Latin Kings? No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not in no gang now. But that's the gang that I was a part of back when I had got indicted. I don't want to go into too much detail about it. But if y'all want to read my trial transcripts and my newspaper article, because I went to trial. I pled out in the middle of trial just so they could make sure they made a newspaper article on me so they could never say I told and was a snitch or anything. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, y'all could Google Alan Anderson. Oh, my nickname back then was Icy White. Now my nickname is Prince Maserati 19. So y'all could Google me, Alan Anderson, Latin Kings in Milwaukee, and my newspaper article will pop up, why I got indicted. So I'm going to leave that up to y'all if okay. y'all want it so we don't have to go on a long dialogue. Oh, that's all right. Uh, tell, tell me the story, like, of the day that you got arrested. Like, what was it for? What were you doing? Well, How did it happen? The day, the day I got arrested, you know what I'm saying, I was coming back from Chicago, and I you know, I ain't going to mention nobody's name or anything, but, you know, I was coming back from Chicago with one of my king brothers, and you know what I'm saying, I, you know, somebody was setting him up, and since I already had warrants for attempted homicides and shit back in Milwaukee, they killed two birds with one stone, because that's why I stayed out of Milwaukee, because I was getting too hot in the city. I was, I was reckless. I was like 17 turning on 18, 19, and just doing reckless things and shit because I want to be respected. I want to be the top of my gang at that time. So when I had got arrested, I remember the day, it was it was the third month, March 21st. You know what I'm saying? March is the third month, and I got locked up the 21st day. You know, So that adds up to 3-3. Three, three. How did they get you? Man, they I was in the truck with dude, and they pulled us over on a bogus traffic stop and he you know he had some controlled money on him from a buy that he just did and i that's they let him go but they kept me but they was working on indicting all of us and shit but it was a blessing that i had got locked up that day because if i'd have got locked up when they had the indictment actually came out because at first i was just locked up for the attempted murder you can you speak on that yeah i can speak on that because that's my case well, you know, I was in a club in 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 a bar club on the south side of Milwaukee on uh what was it uh Six and Rogers, and it was just me and a couple of my King brothers in there. And, uh, a whole bunch of our opposition gang came in there, like fifteen of them came in there, and they was just giving the vibes in the air. It was like they was just trying to be disrespectful, but they didn't know I was the only one in there with a four ten. I had a baby shotgun on their ass. So, you know, I jumped on the pool table, got to airing they ass out. But really, I was just shooting at the ceiling because I didn't want to hit no innocent people. But I knew by me hitting at the ceiling, everybody was going to go run out the door. So I caught a couple of them motherfuckers in their back and in their butt and shit. It was just some buck shots anyway. So it ain't like I had a real shotgun slugged. I'd have tore their whole insides out. So uh, did you end up catching a charge for that one? Well, I, that charge right there is 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 what I had got locked up for March third on the twenty first day of March of okay. two thousand and five. But I had did that like four or five months prior before I had got I had got away from there. I got away from that, but you know people be telling and snitching and shit. 
and wanted me off the street and motherfuckers was on some scary shit. Oh, Icy White did it. Man, you know, some of some of my people at that time that was my people, you know, they was getting bust up between them four months, and you know, the you know, the feds asking them, Man, who did this shooting in the club? They say one of the Latin Kings did it, blah, 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 Skippy, and you know, they'll be like, Man, Icy White, they asking us questions about you down there, you hot. So that's really where I had to start going to Chicago. But I don't really want to talk about too much of that because yep. that's in the past and that's all negative. And a lot right. of them niggas didn't told on me too. So fuck that. I ain't talk about any of that shit. That's totally fine. So when when the twelve years you did, what was it at what was it for? What well, did you get sentenced for? I have originally you know, in the feds, they don't in the fed the federal system, how they operate, they don't operate like you know, state jurisdictions like they 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 go under what you call a guideline. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And what I originally was charged with was things that I was charged with in the state. Remember I told you the indictment came out after I was already still locked up. That's why I said earlier in the first part of this little session that I had got locked up. I was lucky to have got locked up before the indictment came out. But, you know, my original charges was a uh, possession of a short barrel shotgun because in the feds, they don't have no, no. Nah, nah. In the feds, they only have uh, uh, aggravated assault, reckless endangerment and possession of a gun and murder. There is no in between. Even if I shoot you with a gun and I clap you with a gun, I'm still going to be charged with possession of a gun but the guidelines and point system gonna say well what did you do when you had that gun oh i killed me a motherfucker so that's what boosts the points up so i pled out to just possession of a gun although by saying i possessed the gun i'm still admitting to shooting somebody it's just my charge was just possession of a gun so i watched a lot of shows on the prison system and uh, I'm not sure if you've seen like 60 days in or uh, locked up or any of these shows. Um, but tell me what prison was like. Cause I know a lot of Hollywood and you know, a lot of the shows that I watch, you know, they, they put their own twists and turns on it. Um, how, how dangerous is it really on well, a day to day basis? To be honest with y'all, all that bullshit y'all see on TV, that's bullshit. You know, I've never been to state prison. I've been to the United States Federal Penitentiary. I've been on yards with Gucci, man. You know what I'm saying? I was on yards where Kevin Gates was at. You know, really? Yeah. You are in prison with Gucci, man. Yeah, in Terre Haute, Indiana. I was, he was, uh, I think, Foxy Brown or somebody used to come see him every Sunday. If you stepped on his shoes while you was playing basketball, he seen you $500. He'll be out there hooping with everybody. And then when he go to the store and order commissary, he only buy about 18 or 20 noodles. That's it. He was real respectful and all that. You know, he, he a Muslim too, you cold dude. Me, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. Hey, I'm Roy. And I'm Maul. And we're the hosts of the new Roy and Maul podcast. That's right. I know you're probably listening to a podcast that you actually like right now, and we just interrupted it with an ad. That's all right. We're here. And I appreciate if you didn't hit the 15 second skip button. Listen to our show where we cover topics like music, mm -hmm. movies, yes. TV shows, which you love to binge watch. Of course. Just lifestyle stuff. And give off crazy stories about our day to day lives. Yeah. Check us out on the New Rory Mall podcast. Listen to wherever you get your podcast and let us know how you're feeling about our show. And once you're done listening to this podcast that you actually like, maybe you could check us out.
in state prison and federal prison, them is two different whole entire things. Like when you in state prison, you around majority of people from that state. So, you know what I mean? You don't have to deal with too many different, you know, oppositions. Now, you know, when you in federal prison, you around motherfuckers from all around the United States. So then, you know, the gangs become geographical. It becomes, you know, if you you from the Midwest, you in the Midwest coalition, which would be like Indiana, Wisconsin, Minnesota, uh, Illinois, Ohio, you know, places in the Midwest, St. Louis, you know, we'll all be in the same little car. We all homies. So if something happened to me, all my people ride up. You know, all the gangs in the Midwest, we all together too. The Latin Kings is the only gang that's only separated from everything. But, you know, if in Latin Kings go up, the GD's going to go up with us. The Vice Lords going up with us. The Stones going up with us. All the, all the Latin folks going us with us. Everything going up. We all, because they ain't going to let nothing happen because we from the Midwest. And then, you know, you got the down south card, which would be Miami, Carolina, Alabama, Louisiana, Texas. They all be in the same little group, the same car. So you do something to a Louisiana motherfucker, you're going to have an Alabama motherfucker on your head. You know, same thing with the East Coast. You got the D.C., you got the DMV. You know, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, they be real deep. They all together. You know, when you go in the yard, because, you know, everything in D.C. is federal. So you do anything in D.C., you go into the feds. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. They be in there deep. It be like 500 of them on the yard. Then you got the the Mexican gangs. You got the Mexican gangs out of Texas, like the Texas Syndicate. You know what I'm saying? The Pistoletto. You got the other Mexican mafias. From, from Texas, you know what I'm saying? They call it Emmys. And then, you know, you got the West Coast gangs, you know, the Bloods out there, the Crips out there. Then you got the East Coast Bloods. Then you got New York people on New York time out there. You know what I'm talking about? You know, West Coast brothers, they be real deep out there. But, you know, the main thing is that the whole point I'm trying to make, the question you have originally asked, is it real dangerous like they portray on TV? They'll never let you go. I, I never seen a video recording system recording federal inmates. I only see the state shit. In the feds, people get butchered in there. I'm talking about your own people is going to be the ones to butcher you because remember, there ain't no one-on-one -on -one fights in the fed. In the fed, the United States. Now, you you got different type of federal system. You got the FCI and the camp. The big boy joint is the USP. That's where they send all the violent offenders at. Then you got the FCI, Federal Correctional Institution. Then you got the camp where they send people like Bernie Madoff at. He go federal. He go to a camp. He don't. And then over the United States Federal Penitentiary, USP, you got ADX. ADX is where they keep the gang members like Larry Hoover, the board member. He's he's over all the board members. He over the GDs. Then you got Lord Gino over the Latin Kings in there. And then you got the Black Hands that's over all the Serranos in there. You got the... Uh, and for the Nathaniels, you know what I'm saying? You got all they big homies and the Khalifas in there. So you got all the big heads. You even got some Taliban motherfuckers in that bitch right now. But, you know, it's very <clears> serious <throat> when you catch a federal case. Do you, you? I didn't see people get killed in front of my eyes. I didn't see people heads that look like my head, but picture your whole face how my hair is. Your whole face would be like how my hair is. I didn't see people get, get stumped. For 30 or 40, they'll catch you in a the room. Your own people, if you acting up, 
your own people gonna discipline your ass and beat the shit out your ass and hopefully they don't kill you because they don't there's dudes in there that got life and some dudes want to put work in to go to adx so they can see their big homies before they die or people that they idolized and looked up to you know what i'm saying how often would you say that you saw fights man uh you know, it'll be sometimes it'll be like two or three months where there'll be no incidents on the yard, and then something will just pop up. No, 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 no. It'll be a riot. Motherfucker be playing basketball, and and let's say a DC motherfucker get into a Louisiana motherfucker. They have some word like motherfucker, like man, you's a bitch ass nigga. Fuck you. Next thing you know, the other motherfucker take off on him. It ain't no one on one fight. That means everybody that's in the DC car, which would be Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., all of them is rising up from all around the yard and going to rush. And then you got all Louisiana people. All them going to get up and rush them. So it's going to be a riot. Ain't no one-on-one fight. So then you got the people in the guard tars. All they going to shoot out is they cannons and shit. You feel me? But I didn't see people in the guard tar shoot a motherfucker. He shot a motherfucker and killed a motherfucker. This dude named Ace back in Big Sandy, Kentucky, United States Federal Penitentiary. He was mad. His people was mad at him because he was a white dude and he was helping black people out with doing their case laws and their paperwork. He was what you would call a jailhouse lawyer. His name was Ace. I'll never forget that day. He was a real player. He was real smooth. He had his jury on. He was real smart, though, but he was on white people time from Ohio. And, you know, and what happened was it ain't racist in there. It's just. They don't like to, the, the administration and the geographical gangs in there don't like to mix different races and put them in the same room. So, you know, and Ace was in a hole and one of his homies from Ohio, which happened to be black because he was from Ohio. He was just, um, you know, white time, the white brothers from Ohio. He wasn't with the black brothers from Ohio. So, you know, he came in the cell with him and they kicked it. But when he got out, his people sent a move on him because he sailed up with a black person but that was his homie and things like that be happening like that all time and those be internal politics so yeah he tried to jump on him on the yard and his people shot him the, the people in the uh the the the, the, the tar shot his ass and all he doing was disarming the motherfucker with the knife that was trying to stag stab him and he got killed for that shit that shit was real sad everybody in the institution came out to his funeral because you know you have funerals inside the united states federal penitentiary too when an inmate die you know after we get off lockdown motherfucker might be locked down for like two or three months after somebody get killed meaning you only come out your cell just for a shower and they'll have all the co's on a unit and they handcuff you come out your cell to take a shower but that's only when somebody get killed but when it's like a regular ride or anything like that they'll just let you stay in your cell for like two or three weeks and then you could come out how do you pass time like that man i read a lot i didn't read so many books i was part of the nation of islam i was part of more science temple of america i used to go to judea services i went to islamic services i i, I read so many books on everything that's all you could do is read and learn and besides that you know it that that process of me having that that drive to wanting to learn came from me getting locked up knowing that all i did was shoot somebody why is y'all trying to say i was a big time drug dealer and i was only 19 you know what i'm talking about and then that that's that's how that transpired and then i start reading case laws i started reading case laws because i had to be my own lawyer 
because the federal defenders don't give a fuck about you. They trying to railroad you too, just like a public defender. You know what I'm talking about? So, you know, I had to read case laws and I had to learn how to defend myself. I had to read it so I was to be the one in court. My federal defender, I didn't let them talk. I was the one talking. So my learning process started from reading case laws and that gave me the enthusiasm and motivation to read other books when I went to federal prison because I trained my mind on how to read real good. Interesting. Yeah, federal defenders or any the any defender that they give you that's free is not going to do a whole lot. So you took it upon yourself to learn all about Yeah, because look, this is crazy. I had my federal defender in a cubicle with me. This bitch, first, first I fired the first dude. He was on some whole shit. And then the second time, they gave me a, a female with some big titties, this white woman. I'm like, man, this bitch ain't going to distract me. They wanted me just to be lusting over her when she came to visit me and shit so I wouldn't talk about no shit about my cat. I'm like, bitch, dismiss me with that shit. You on some bullshit. So anyways, I'll be telling her. She'll tell me, you know, you're, you're automatically going to get found guilty by a conspiracy and all your friends going to tell on you. You might as well cooperate now. I say, first of all, you just can't find me guilty just because of my presence in association with a gang. That's illegal. And I'm showing her case laws, and she telling me to my face that's not true. I'm like, it says it's on a case law. So mm. I had to prove to my federal defender on how to defend me on my case. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So you did time. You said you went, uh, what, seven different states? Yeah, I was in seven different United States federal penitentiaries. So they just up and move you out of nah, nowhere? No, they just don't move you. It come down when you get into it. Because remember, it, it, it ain't no one-on-one -on -one fight. So if I get into it with a motherfucker on a yard, and let's say it's an isolated incident, I take off in this motherfucker. We we in the barbershop. You know, the barbershop only be like three or four people in there at a time, and the COs lock the door. So I get into it with a motherfucker in the barbershop. I don't got to worry about all his homies jumping in, and I got to worry about my people jumping in. So I beat your ass in the barbershop. I go to the hole, and my people say, don't let him back on the yard, because if he get back on the yard, it's going to cause a riot, because the the man that I jumped on, his people going to want get, to get back on me. So that's what they do in the feds. So then they move you. Yeah, they move me. And I was a hothead. I was young. I was yeah. doing the same shit. I was doing on, on the street in the feds. How literally. many fights you get into in prison? Man, I, I don't even know. Sometimes I've been getting in little fights with my cellies. It'll be my own people. It'll be little bullshit. But there'll be little, little isolation incidents. They wouldn't be big incidents. There'll be isolation incidents where only me and him know after we fight, we'll be in a room. We'll chop it up and we be cool again. I'll tell him why I took off on him. Or he'll tell me why he took off on me and, and we'll reconcile. We wouldn't let our drama go outside the room because our people have violated us and beat our ass for us even fighting. So that's the seriousness of when you in the United States Federal Penitentiary. You got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to say, excuse me to people. Don't pass motherfuckers when they buy the microwave. You got to wait your turn because your people will beat your ass because it ain't going to be just I take off on you. I'm going to tell Whoever is that's the leader in my car, that's running my car, because everybody gonna have a head of all the cars, because that's gonna be the political force behind the geographical scene. It's gonna be a motherfucker that's gonna be able to 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 go to the other motherfucker that's the leader of the other car and be like, look, man, my people told me your man was disrespectful to him when he was in the microwave 
what we gonna do about this? We can start a ride in this bitch right now, or you gotta send your people up top. You gotta send him to the hole and have him transfer because he was very disrespectful. And it was a blessing and lucky that my man didn't take off on him and bust his motherfucking head for disrespecting him and passing him in line by the microwave. So that's that's how it is in, in the feds pretty much. So there's a lot of unwritten rules. No, there's written rules in that bitch. But you is a lot of you got I ain't saying you gotta walk on eggshells, but don't disrespect no man in there. You don't disrespect no man. So someone that goes in and just puts their head down and minds their own business. Is they it cool. is it easy to go nah. through and mind your own business or is somebody uh, gonna nah, test you? They gonna respect you and honor you. They gonna respect you because you're not causing no issues. You're not in the way. That shit about that shit is some shit that they make movies about. That ain't how real prison is. Is it true you have to beat someone's ass on the first day? Nah, that's some shit that you only see on uh, TV. That or what about county um, jail? That's some county jail shit. What about dropping the soap? Man, that's some shit that in, in you see in the motherfucking movies. Man, that's 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 some shit that I believe to scare people from committing crimes to go to prison or jail Interesting. because you know ain't nobody gonna disrespect nobody if you in the feds you in the united states federal penitentiary and they tell they homie and they go back to they homie and tell them they big man you gonna get butchered because you trying to force a motherfucker to be on some gay shit do by people, giving them do gay people energy get, uh gay energy what's that <laughs> gay energy is when you forcibly put in what you want and just on another man yeah just always thinking about him like i could be in the room i know you over there thinking about me motherfucker get off of my brain frequency you know just just you know motherfuckers be be respectful these is just them is unwritten rules unwritten yeah. rules is don't be always thinking about a motherfucker I, you motherfucker know when you thinking about them don't put your energy to a motherfucker none of that shit that do, shit do gay. people uh get raped in prison does that happen I mean, of course it happened and it has, but then be isolated situation. Them situations be like, let's say you in a hole and you got you a celly and you ain't going back out to the yard and this person ain't going back out to the yard. They about to be transferred. I could see something like that happen because that person that's in a hole in a cell, all he going to be able to do is get on the door. CO, CO, that's what they call getting on the door when you be. You got to bang on. I didn't see motherfuckers banging on the door for like two hours and the COs don't come. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Get me out. I didn't see motherfuckers get butchered with the razor blade. They take the really? razor out. You seen? Yeah, across from me. I'm looking out the window. Blood everywhere in that bitch. A motherfucker then pop they razor thing off. What we shave with, take the blade off, slice a motherfucker. Blood everywhere. The COs, that's when they going to come by. when they Because, you know, they do rounds every 30 minutes. They come by and see that blood. That's when they going to hit them deuces on the, uh, they call hitting the deuces on the walkie-talkie. So is there cameras in the? Yeah, it's cameras everywhere on that bitch, but it ain't cameras in the room. Except right. if we in this room. So, so how many, you've seen people die in front of you? I ain't going to say I've seen a whole, pe whole bunch of people die, but I might be across the yard and see uh, a, a motherfucker getting stumped and he don't get back up. He like this. And they bring the stretcher. He ain't doing no movement. I could say I didn't. I wasn't up close to see them kill him, but I know they stumped the shit out of his ass and he did not get back up. So he, wow. he soon he died. What uh, 
what was life like for you after prison, leaving, starting over? Well, you know, I had a lot of and, psychology. And, and look, look. How, a, how long ago was that, by the way? Uh, this was, a, I was in, t- I had you, my last federal prison I was in. I had got out and I was in Tucson, Arizona, and I was in a halfway house in Tucson, Arizona. And when I had first got out, it was it it was like a overload to my senses. Like it, it just looked like it was an overload. Like I'm taking I'm I'm appreciating everything, looking at different type of shoes that they don't see on commissary. Looking at people outfits, like I'll be fucked up off of your outfits you got on now. You got the Ernie special on there. You know what I'm saying? So, so you originally were arrested in was it in uh, Madison or Chicago? Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Sorry. So, do they transfer you back to where you originally got arrested? Nah, or hell they, no, you don't get unless you go. You let look. This is what they do. So you get arrested in. Do you get arrested? Let's say I, I'm gonna give you an example. As me. Okay. I get arrested in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Bang. I stay in Milwaukee and go to court. I stay in Milwaukee County Jail. Fight my, I got a U.S. Marshal hold. But I'm in a jail with a whole bunch of people that committed state offenses, but they right. didn't commit federal offenses because, you know, the feds pay the money to house U.S. Marshal holds. So I'll be in a county jail. Okay. And you transfer, once you're in federal prison, you get transferred to different states. And this states. is what happened. Yeah, 12 they, years later, you end up in Tucson, Arizona. That's where you get released from. They just say, you're free to, nah, you're, you're out of here. Nah, you sign paperwork, and what happened was, they asked you, where do you want the Greyhound bus to drop your ass off at? Really? Yeah, and okay. I'd be like, look, since this is my last federal penitentiary yard, and I'm already in Arizona, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get off here and go to a halfway house in Arizona and and so I get my social security because you know I get social security from the government. I get uh, the government take care of me. I'm a fed baby, you know what I mean? You no, know, I'm a real fed baby because I was in I was a baby in the United States federal penitentiary. So the federal government take care of my ass. That's how I get money. So when I was in a halfway house in Arizona, and since I used to see psychiatrists and sociologists and all that shit. And, and psychologists. Does every inmate do that? Nah, I was doing it because I had mental issues being in that bitch. That yeah. shit made me go crazy. That's why I was hitting motherfuckers in they shit. You know what I'm saying? Working out every day is just is stressful. So once a week, I see a psychologist, and after a while, I had over like 900 pages of psych history. So when I got out, I had them give me all my psych history paperwork, and I took that in the Social Security office. And that's how it improved me to get Social Security because I went Social Security off all my psych paperwork and now I'm on Social Security disability. Okay. So how long have you been out now? Shit, I've been out for about, uh, I don't even know, but I say between three years, three okay. and four years, about three years. So what's life been like getting back on your feet, starting over? Man, look, it's been very stressful, man. It's, it's people be prejudiced against me, and it be all races, black, white, Mexican, Asian. It's just I get out, and it's like I went into a hole. People won't hire me for jobs. Like, I'm homeless right now on the streets in Miami. I mean, my social really? security. You're homeless yeah, right yeah. now. I mean, this is my social security money, this belt. This bitch costs 600 I, I just like looking good because if I know you want me to be down, and I know you want me to be homeless and you want me to be miserable. I'm going to make sure I shine every day while I'm homeless because y'all hate them. And that's just how I be. You don't look homeless. You you look like you got your shit together. So, I mean, what? where do you, like, do you sleep? 
in hotels. I sleep in stairwells Stair- right now. I really? sleep in stairwells. Like I use hotel lobby bathroom. I hop in hotels, uh, 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 pools, jacuzzi. I use all these hotel bathrooms. They let me in their bathrooms. They they see me. I've been down here for like a year in Miami, and they all know me. They know I'm homeless, but the tourists don't because there's tourists down here every day, and they think I'm that man, but they don't know I'm homeless. Do you plan on um, pursuing a rap career? I mean, I would love to if somebody signed me, if motherfucker don't hate on me and sign me and see the potential, yeah, and get to pain the motherfucker so I don't be homeless anymore. Yeah, cause I'm hard. I believe I'm the hardest motherfucker out. I believe. I would all, agree. Look, and the reason I say that is because I am. I've been to the feds. I didn't put work in. I'm a certified real nigga. All my family certified. The where I'm from is certified. You could Google me on the internet. You could look at my Instagram is certified. And I could rap, and I'm certified at flowing. Because when I was in the feds, the reason I say I think I'm the hardest motherfucker that could rap is only because when I was in the United States Federal Penitentiary, when we was in the band room, I used to out-rap everybody. And it would be dudes that would out-rap me with their words. And guess how I win? With just my swag and how I sound. And I could be saying some bullshit. I'm talking to y'all and I'm beating them rapping and they using all type of catchy metaphor, but it, that ain't no stage performance because anybody could write anything. I know if you wrote your rap, I know if you really is about that life, I could look at how you write. If I could rap your song just like you, it's chances is that a motherfucker didn't wrote your shit, that it, that ain't really come from your heart. So I be all these dudes that be rapping and shit. I could rap just like them. They swag and style and all that because I was rapping with they people when I was in the feds in the band room. I'm in the band room in the feds. I'm rapping with motherfuckers from the East Coast, from the South, from the Midwest, from the North, from the West, California, San Francisco, Alabama, Texas, D.C., Maryland, Chicago, Illinois, St. Louis, Memphis, Indiana, Minnesota, all that shit. I'm rapping against everybody from Florida, from early, and I'm murking everybody. That's why I say I'm the coldest out here. I'm a fed baby. I'm the coldest out, and the motherfucker need to sign me and stop hating on me. I go in the studio right now, but you have to pay for it and all that and get the engineer like Big <laughs> Toss did because that shit is a grip of money. But it, it had a beat too, a cold beat like the one yeah. you had. Yeah, that's what I need. I'm Someone ready to, to put some shit together right now, but I'm homeless. I'm fucked up because y'all hating on me. To make an album, what what would your album be about? Would you do would you do trap? Would you do club bangers? Would you do well if 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 I had if I a little had bit a, of everything? Well, okay. First of all, if somebody made a contract with me, obviously they was like, "Look, man, we signing you, or you could be independent, but these is what you could rap about and what you can't rap about. It'll be different. But if a motherfucker sign me and be like," Man, we want you just to be yourself. We want you We want you just to, to be who you is as a person. Man, it's going to be about everything. I'm going to have club bangers. I'm going to have street shit. I'm going to have some, some slow shit like how Plies had they shit on there when he had all the females on him. I'm going to have some shit. Every, every, it's going to be every everything on there. It ain't just going to be one thing. But it's all going to be hard because I'm rapping and I'm hard. And I put a stamp on that. And like how y'all say, period. 
Okay, speaking of... They just uh, started saying period like two months ago. That's some new shit, so I don't got that lingo down yet. Can you drop a freestyle for us right now? Yeah, I could drop a free listen. I'm watching out for snakes. Perimeter distance, peripheral vision that easy. Yeah, my eyes, they listen. It's state of illusion. Our minds stay stuck in delusion. Mentally, spiritually, they captivate the youth we be losing. Seducing the people, the masses, they be calling, flashing. Western the civilization, they be playing us nasty. Shepherd be leading the sheep. Preacher preaching the peace. The streets we only know, you caught it through the music you be. Perception is vital, but people still be worshiping idols. Give us the Bible, it's free. Give it to us, they smile. Oppressed from birth, our life is like a gift and a curse. Feeling the need to lead, cause the truth, reality hurts. Affirmative action, but people still be acting inactive. When a recession seen to happen, everybody reacting. Shocking the system, the government assisting your living. Pitch your your whole existence living in them type of conditions Woo! Yeah, you know what i'm saying i got uh I, I got a beat for you i got a beat i recently bought this beat so you know we own the rights to it and i think that you would merc this beat can i put it on man put that bitch on put the headphones on here and uh i think you're gonna like this it's a new beat tell me what you think hey yeah. feeling the spirit of the beat here hey X6 steady skirting, rich watches is chain. Bitch niggas steady scoping, which watch city chains. New hoes, icy chosen, let me play with their brain. Long dick in her throat, then I finally came. Max level type of nigga, fur diamond and chains. Got that pure uncut, call it John McCain. Shake joint type of pimp hoes, making it rain. Bitches paying whole money, prostituting the crane. Niggas swear that they pimps, but they ain't pimping the thing. Whip game and substitute, get you locked in the chain. Same niggas keep ratting, wanna stop your fame. Real niggas keep it real, chop it up to the game. Real niggas get them chopped. Chop shit at your brain. Jumping out a big frame. Prince Maserati. Foes. Nigga, you know your hold in chose. Kicking down your dough. Bitch, stop. Dagging on a hoe. Dabbing on a hoe like John Waterhoe. I'll break your walls whole like I'm John Waterhoe. Fuck it. I'm just free sound off the film. No pen or pencil. Now I'm fucking with y'all. Damn, Prince Maserati, ladies and gentlemen. Straight fire. Got a little beatbox action going on. That was. He can do it all. I could put. Look, if I you put me in a studio with a sound engineer, I could make my own beat and have him put it on there. I, th- I've been doing I mean, this you since could elementary school. You could probably make a whole album in a couple of days just freestyling. If you put me in a studio right now, we could. I, I could. Off the top of the dome. Yes. And, I mean, and, I ain't, and then yeah. we film all the music videos. We could have this out next week. We could. You got the money. I checked your net worth. You got eight, 80 million, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? 80 million? Where, yeah, where it do you says see on, that? Your, on a computer, I checked your Instagram. It said you got 80 million on that bitch. <laughs> on your big dog's TV. You rich, so you could do 80, that right I, now. I wish I had 80 million, but, um, you know, we're, we're getting there. What would your What would your album be called? Uh, Pimp or Die. Pimp or Die. I think that I would fucks with that. And when I say pimp, I don't mean anything about, you know, uh, disrespecting a female, you know, a real female that was born a female or having them do illicit activities. and anything. I don't mean, I mean, pimp is a professional ministering people because, you know, I'm always going to keep, you know, God in my life, Jesus in my life before anything. Jesus comes first. 
Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sin. So, you know, I got to make sure that I always put Jesus first in my life. And, you know, at me, that's pimp or die. You know, either you're going to minister the word of God or you're going to die. Just like that. So I'm a pimp, professional minister in people. That's what my pimp means. I don't know what the next person pimp means, but that's what my pimp means. Because I'm a servant of Jesus Christ, God. Amen to that, brother. Amen. You pray a lot? Man, I, I only when, I, when I'm really down and depressed, when I'm really sad and going through a lot of things, you know, I, I open up this right here. I always keep this on me so y'all know I ain't bullshitting or on no whole shit or anything. I always keep the Bible on me. You know what I'm saying? And I just open it up and whatever page then pop down and whatever page then looked, I read it. Like this one say Psalm 67. It say, and I just open this up and I'm just going to show you what I do when I'm by myself, when I'm in a time of distress, when I'm depressed. Because I'm just a creation of God. So, you know, I can't, I'm not perfect. I I, I, I fall short from the glory of Jesus. So anyways, it say, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. That thy way may be known upon earth the saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. So, you know, these are things that I'll just pop something up and it'll be talking about an activity or something that be going on in that day. I felt that. You can feel the energy. SF Tracks, baby. SF Tracks. It sounds like a West Coast beat, but this I This is a really Steve right. Tracks. Hey, uh, 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 pop it. Hey, 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 pop it, pop it, pop it. Hey, hold on. Be quiet, Ernie. Ernie in this bitch. Hey, I'm sitting with Ernie the pimp on these hoes. Ernie the pimp, he limp on your hoes. Ernie, how the fuck a hoe in a bitch limping out the dough? She be limping out a week from the Ernie show. That's the Ernie though. He got Ernie though. And he know, tickle me Elmo, that's me ho. Tickle me Elmo, bitch, tickle my feet. Then I dick your hoes all day, put you on the street. I'm a certified king, I'm lit. See, I can flow off of that beat. Yeah. Like that beat, it bring out my spirit. That beat, dude. Gotta see tracks. You got a word yeah. for me? Birth certificate. That's, I can't do that. Okay, uh, Pimperest, Pimperest. Pimperest. Pimperest, nah, Pimperest, like you putting a bitch on a Pimperest. You arresting somebody, reading they rights. Bitch, okay. I'm putting you on a Pimperest, bitch. Where your birth certificate at? Pimperest. All right. Here we go. <laughs> about uh. to get off too, look. Pimple res, hit him with the infrared. Put him in the. Nah, that was hard. Nah, go off of them two words again. Pimple res, get your bitch infrared. Bitch, give me head, get in bread, get in dome in the back of the plenty continental niggas. Know I'm on, I'm getting. Yeah, you go okay. off them two words you started. See, me and you could be in the studio together. You give me ideas and I give you ideas. 
I feel that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pimperez. Pimperez and infrared. Okay, that's fire. Nah, you when what you said was fire. Them two words, because you know it's so important that when you rapping and stuff and you freestyling, the first word is so important. It's key. It, it's key. You drink? I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Yes, I do drink because it it it, it kind of it. I ain't supposed to be doing alcohol, you know what I'm saying, and and, and smoking all the weed I be smoking. But when I when I drink, I don't drink no beer though. I never drunk a beer. I don't drink no beer. I don't do that. Why? Because the rapper said that Young Dolph on a rap video, uh, uh, out chair with plies. Young Dolph said, and I never bought a beer. So since he said that, I don't buy no beers either. So I got to be drinking expensive liquor. Uh, 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 champagne, and then when I do that, it bring out other spirits too. Speak on that. I mean, you know, I, things I see my great grandparents do. You know what I'm saying? I try to imitate them things as I get older because they are who I am, and I am what they were. So you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when I when I drink, I think of my great grandparents because. I didn't see my great grandma and great grandfather drink, but they really stopped drinking after I became like eleven or twelve years old because they didn't want me seeing them doing that. What did your lip tattoo say? I say Kingism. It's in in our religion. What it was when I was part of that gang. It's the King Manifesto, and it talk about in our our, our manifesto, our creed. It say Kingism means it means three things, y'all. It means universal brotherhood universal togetherness and universal peace that's what kingism means what's next for prince maserati well what's next for me is that you know after i leave here i'm probably gonna get me a black and mile after i get a black and mile probably ask try to see if i can find some food in one of the restaurant tables that somebody leaving now so these is all of my plans what i'm probably gonna do after this meeting Go walk around. Because, you know, I'm fucked up. You know I'm fucked up. I'm out here. I'm really homeless. Look at my pants. I stay pimpish, though. A motherfucker will never say I look like a bum or I'm homeless. I Absolutely never, not. I, look, I, I, would, I would never look, guess that you were homeless. I'll never do that. I never let, because I know that's what these motherfuckers want out here. And I'm homeless. I don't care about what y'all think about me because I put Jesus first in my life. I don't care. Yeah, I be sleeping in stairwells. Every I sleep in a stairwell right now on my great-grandma grave. I sleep in a stairwell right now. You know what I'm saying? But it, it is, I'm happy in there, though. I'm not upset. I don't get up miserable. I get up like I get up like I got up in this bitch clean myself, go to a hotel lobby in the bathroom, brush my teeth, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 do my hair. How can people get in contact with you? Just just uh, my Instagram, Prince Maserati 19, because I always be using Instagram. But, you know, motherfuckers don't be trying to contact me now and there except your ass. You the only one I be getting messages from, for real, for real, that be talking about anything. Motherfuckers don't want to see a motherfucker that look like me come up. Motherfuckers do not want to see me in the game because y'all be riding the pine. Y'all be riding the bench if I get in the game. I know that for a fact. Everybody, and I promise y'all that. Yeah, y'all might see me be on some goofy shit because I'm human. I'm not no hard-ass motherfucker all the time. 
You heard it here first from Prince Maserati. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, thank you, uh, Big Dawes, for having me. I want to tell you thank you for for you even doing everything you didn't did. I appreciate everything you 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 did. How you always continuously hit me up on the phone, man. You ready? Because I've been ducking the podcast from you. You feel me? Because I might like. I never told. I never asked you for anything. I never asked you for no money or nothing before. Because I respected you. I respect you because you did something more than than what money could have did. You you invested something within minutes of seeing me. You seen the potential, and you you allow me to speak speak on it thank you so much for coming on the show i truly appreciate it always good to see you thank you god bless y'all until next time it's been another episode of the man cave podcast